Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for checking out the Poema PDX podcast. We are a podcast for creatives. We are actually in season two right now as we are going into our worship season, talking about what worship is, how it impacts our everyday life, how we um, can operate out of worship. And in these last few episodes, we've been able to interview some friends of ours and be able to talk with them in their creative journey as uh, people in creative uh, fields. And how does that, like, how does worship impact them? What does that look like in the day to day? What do they do to practice worship in the sense of whether they're a worship leader or they are in a place of videography, photography? podcasting or they're just business owners themselves that just kind of to bring more insight into what it looks like to be a creative and to have worship always be surrounding them as we are worshiping Jesus and wanting to honor him and give him all the glory. So today we have our great friend Stephen. He's over in uh, University Place and we just get to just get to love on him. He is someone that I was able to get to know Gig Harbor and also someone that, you know, has been an entrepreneur for so long and has had a lot of opportunities in his life to uh, practice worship, to be able to practice art, and also has just started his own podcast. So, Stephen, say hello. Uh, give a little shout out to you. And yeah. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're so welcome. So, Stephen, like, where you're over in University Place? Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, University Place. It's just kind of was that east? I guess. Mm-hmm. No, it's west. I apologize. It's west of Tacoma. Yeah. Awesome. So love it here. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous out in Tacoma. It is definitely a very yeah, near and dear place to my heart as I grew up in Gig Harbor. So that is like right little uh, rock skip away. <laughs> um, yeah. But I wanted to hear more about your creative um, kind of like process. I know that you've, you've been in the entrepreneurial world with uh, like lifestyle stuff and then also now into endeavoring with podcasting. So can you give a little brief synopsis of what it is you're doing now in the creative world? Yeah, right now I'm really excited because um, I am working on a podcast right now called Life Today with Jesus. And that's, um, it's, it's just a fantastic opportunity for folks to share how Jesus has brought his love into their lives to bring redemption in all situations. And my goal is to help people know that there is no situation where you are unredeemable, that God loves you so much. And I look around and I see a real big need for Jesus today. Yeah. Um, And I I say that humbly because every day is a day with Jesus for me. And every day I, I depend on him. I count on him for absolutely everything in my life. And God has really shown me that that that's just the deal with me and i'm very grateful for that um i was um adopted and so one of the deals with that is i always felt like i had to kind of prove that i was something special and so Mm. it was all about performing and feeling you know like am i am i good enough right yeah and you know and with jesus that's that's not the deal at all that's not the deal at all. It's, it's basically we are love. He's created us out, you know, out of his love for us. Mm. And we get to love him and we get to love others. And mm. it's a no-brainer. It's just it's such an awesome life. Yeah. So I'm very excited to be doing what I'm doing now. Oh, also, I'm, I'm an inventor as well. And so there's a couple things that we've invented and patented 
And one of them I really, really love because it helps people. It helps them a lot. It's a, uh, it's called an oxygen floating device. Mm-hmm. And it helps people who are dependent on oxygen to be able to bring their portable oxygen tank, their B tank into the pool and they can move freely um, in the pool. So it's a legal wow. accommodation, but most importantly, for folks at the end of their life with a COPD, they find themselves, you know, sitting home alone, um, not moving because they can barely walk. But in the pool, it allows the freedom and it provides amazing exercise as well. They can go for up to an hour. So it's literally the possibility to extend lives and, and the quality of lives and, and the feedback we've gotten has been fantastic. So the goal always is to help as many people as I can, as we can. And then when you get the resources, then you turn around and you do more. So I've got other projects that I'm working on, on at the same time. And um, so the, that's the idea. That's part of the whole creative process. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so I'm just, yeah, that's, that's what's going on right now. So there's a lot going on, but I'm yeah. really grateful. Hey, that's the way to go. Like, I think it's really important that you're, that you're living from your roots and you also are moving in a place where you're able to see joy, see fruit and not, yeah. I don't know, a lot, of, a lot of people can feel like they resent and they want to resent things and they want to do things in that regard. And a lot of the times it can be very hard to move forward and um actually have like a place of hope and i think you're doing a really awesome job of like restoring the hope of christ as we as you're moving forward in business endeavors and ventures and you know you're you're just seeing it as a place where you can actually love others well and also like truly see how well you are loved as well because you can see from being adopted from um wanting to have a greater amount of um, like joy in your life and, and a different kind of like perspective when it comes to um, oxygen or fit or lifestyle or just your podcast where you're going to be talking and working through very awesome, hard conversations about the gospel. Like I have such a, I have such a joy to listen to that and to be able to see what that looks like and how that all pans out. But you know, like, we're I'm just really like I'm just really proud. I'm really proud of what you're doing and who you are and that's really awesome just to like be able to partner and have you on this episode. So yeah, thank you. Um but uh, this is far from about Jesus. <laughs> hey, of about course. Jesus. All about him so always. To have this opportunity. Yeah, so, come on, yeah. come on. You um, bet. Yeah, so this is far from over, but we have to talk about this next piece. So how has worship impacted your creative journey? Like, I feel like that's, this question is going to be like skyrocket, like forever yeah. long book, but obviously we're yeah. trying to keep it under an hour for our listeners just so we can, yeah. you know, like not have them just doze off and be like, okay, this guy's talking right. so much. Right. Well, there's <laughs> no doze in here. <laughs> so I got, I want to, I want to go back a little bit. First yes. of all, for me, worship, worship is everything that I do. Come on. Yeah. But recently though, this is funny because I sat, I was sitting down right where I'm sitting now on the little office desk and I'm thinking, now what in the world am I going to do for an eternity with Jesus? Right. And I think I love singing. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to get to sing. Yes. I'm going to get to sing all day long and i love it i I just i love that and so what what an awful thing but so i you know my story is it's it's an interesting story you know i talked about the adoption piece and and there were Mm -hmm. some challenges with that as with folks who have adoption but part of the adoption thing too is that i was chosen Mm. and the wonderful thing about jesus is and in the book of is it galatians we are adopted into this kingdom, you know, I'm, I'm a Gentile. I've been adopted because of Jesus, because of what he did on the cross. I yeah. get to be included in the family of God. And so the whole adoption thing, it just takes on a whole new meeting and who my father is. Mm. And so that is just, that meant a lot for me over the years. I, um, I had uh, some challenges. I made some difficult choices in life. Things didn't yeah. work out always the way I wanted. 
And, um, but God was always faithful. And I've had opportunity to experience Jesus um, firsthand. I had a, um, a vision that I wanted to share because it leads into the next piece too. Yeah. And it's a, it's a vision about forgiveness. And my aunt led me to Jesus when I was a young boy. And she knew the challenges that were happening in our home. And so she knew everything that was going on. And she introduced me to Jesus. She gave me my first Bible. It was Reach Out. Um, she got me, encouraged me to go to the youth group. I mm-hmm. ended up going to Young Life. And I committed yeah. my life Sweet. to Jesus because of my aunt. Mm-hmm. Well, she ended up getting cancer. And, oh, no. And she, with, with a, week, a week before she passed, something told me I just needed to go see her. So I went to the hospital. And, and I sat with her and she said a couple things. She said, one, I've become a Catholic. And I'm like, okay. Well, then I found out that she wanted to be buried in the, in the Catholic uh, cemetery <laughs> because they had already purchased plots up there. So anyway, oh but the second, the second piece was really interesting to me because she, she looked me straight and I said, the second thing is you have to forgive your mother. Mm. And I can't tell you, I'm looking at her and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I forgave her, my mother. I, I, I've done that a long time ago. I, yeah. I forgave her a long right? Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, sometimes we do things in our head and it takes a while for them to get down to our heart. And so what God did for me was literally a couple of years later, I was, I was sitting up. I wasn't, um, I wasn't asleep and I had a vision. And in the vision, what happened was really interesting. Um, I uh, I was in a tower that was shaking, a big tower, and I don't like heights particularly in this tower. Like I felt like it was going to just crumble, right? Wow. And I looked, and I saw my aunt, you know, who's been gone a couple of years now. But anyway, I saw my aunt in the vision, and what she said was, don't worry, it's going to be fine. And then the next thing that happened was I was looking out through a turret, the top of this tower, and I was looking down, and I saw the dirt square, I saw Jesus. Mm. He stopped and he looked up and he communicated to me, he said, you are forgiven. So I had in that experience, I had my aunt who had previously told me that I needed to forgive my mom and Jesus who said, you are forgiven. So um, to me, that was just super powerful. And I hang on to that sucker because, Mm. you know, I got to, I got to experience something and I just so grateful. I'm so grateful. I really, I needed to hear that. Um, because one of the things too, that, uh, I had a program running that I wasn't worth anything. I had no value. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, you make choices when you believe that about yourself, you make choices that you don't want to make, you know, and yeah, some so people, true. some people have problems with drugs and alcohol and others have problems with um with other things like sexual pornography stuff like yeah. that and and I went through that and it's one of my one of my challenges and so you know I can't tell you how deflating it is to mm-hmm. feel like you know you're doing great and then all of a sudden you have a moment you know a thought or thing you know and it's just like wow so Jesus offered you know he he was there in the same deal with my aunt and there was a root there about forgiveness that I really hadn't done yet. And it was because I had forgiven myself mm-hmm. because I didn't believe that I was worthy. And so Jesus, through his love, he he brought a lot of healing in that moment yeah. in my life. And I was very fortunate for that. Um, then um, there was another point where um, I was struggling with things again. And um, God is so faithful. That's all. I, I want to say this. God is so faithful. I was, I'd, I'd lost another job and I had a hard time holding jobs. If you have a self, self-destructive tendency, guess what you're going to do? Self-destruct. You're, you're going to, yeah, you're going to, you're going to self-destruct. Yeah. So I, I'd lost another job. I'm driving over the Tacoma Narrows Bridge mm-hmm. and I'm just in tears and I'm like, God, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. Mm. I can't, I, I just can't go on. Yeah. And, what happened to me was the song came over the radio station called the voice of truth. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that song, I got chills thinking about it because mm-hmm. that song absolutely turned me around on that bridge. It wow. turned me around. And that's the power of of music and worship, you know, worship filled music. Mm-hmm. And that was that was through that the Spirit one oh one oh five I was, you know, I was listening to it and so then what I did was even more interesting. I said, All right, all right, Lord, um you know, you say you say that you love me and you got a purpose for me. Um, show me. And so I was also a chaplain at the time. And so what I did was I uh, I was a chaplain at a at a a uh, nice um, healthcare facility with three levels of care in Tacoma, and I really like that. But I was at that point I was like, all right, show me, right, prove it, yeah, <laughs> prove it, God. Mm. And so I drove fun question <laughs> off the bridge. I took a right on Jackson, and I walked right into the first assisted living unit I could find in Bridgeport. I walked in. And I just, I asked, I said, hey, uh, I'm a chaplain. Do you, do you have any need for a chaplain here? And the Catholic sister goes, yes, we do. We've been looking for somebody to run a Bible study. Now, it wasn't that much money, but that wasn't the point. Right. The point was that God directly answered, approve it. <laughs> yeah. When I was at my lowest point. And this is the other thing I want to say about creatives. I, I think that as creatives, we we have big hearts. I really mm-hmm. do. I think that we're really close. We, we we can have really close relationships, but that means our hearts can also be broken. We have challenges related to that. And But God is always faithful. And that's what I want to say. I want to say to anybody listening, God loves you. God is faithful. And God will always be there. Yeah. And you know, and, and that's the deal. And so for me, after that, um, something else happened that was really amazing. God, and, and God just blessed me after all that, too. That's the other thing. I, I got to be in a movie. <laughs> I got to be in a sci-fi movie, Bigfoot. And wait till you hear all the weird stuff on this one. Growing up, my dad used to call me Bigfoot because I had <laughs> huge feet. So I was Bigfoot, yeah. right? Come on. And, and I grew up with the television actors from the Partridge family and the Brady Bunch. And then um, later on, WKRP Cincinnati and, uh, and then, of course, X-Men and all that stuff. Yep. And I was I decided I wanted to um, try my hand at acting. I, I just I've always kind of been a ham and um, I just I wanted to see what I could do. And mm-hmm. so I signed on with an agency in Seattle and I worked real hard and I was able to be in a few commercials. And, and then this opportunity came up where God provided the perfect storm. There was a, it, literally there was a snowstorm. And so when there's a snowstorm and they're doing something big like that, and it was incarnation was the, where they were filming it, nobody can get there. <laughs> so I was an extra in a place where they needed more extras. And what ended up happening was I was just Johnny on the spot. And this is the other thing about faith. If we, if we choose to be Johnny on the spot, God can use us. Mm -hmm. And in this case, I ended up not only being just so many different scenes. I think I died three times in the movie. (laughs) Um, I was like, uh, I was everything from a party girl, party goer to a security guard to, I was a commercial um, helicopter pilot and then a national guard guardsman helicopter pilot and then a national guardsman i mean i played all those roles mm-hmm. and I, it was an extra but what mm-hmm. happened was at the end of the day we were at the shooting at the Renton airport and um howard hessman was there at, at that point and um you know we had uh, the other guys danny benaducci and barry williams and and anyway um so they ended up providing me with an opportunity at quarter to five and they shut this union shop they shut it down at five i got to do a scene with cheryl lynn finn wow. a solo scene and um, so in addition to just being in a ton of different scenes i got to do a solo scene with her and it was just amazing and for me that all of all of that stuff was like a dream you know mm-hmm. it was just a dream and it felt like god you know was was honoring me he was blessing me and who would have imagined that? You know, yeah. being able to be in a in a movie, um, it was on sci-fi television. It's it's still there. You can still get it on Amazon, I think. But 
it was just so fun. And then I came back later and my cousin was watching TV late night and he watched the sci-fi channel. He goes, Hey, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you on a movie. Wow. But yeah. So, you know, what a cool, amazing deal. And, and I think that's the other thing is God has blessed me with a lot of really unique, special opportunities. And, and that was one of them. And, um, and like I said, he's just, he's, he is always, always faithful. Um, mm. He is, he's been there. And uh, even when, you know, you're struggling with things. And the other thing that I got to do is I got to write some books. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a book called um, Families Blended. And it's about some of the challenges and then some of the supports that you need if you're going to try and blend a family, which is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, I actually went through it and I, I failed miserably at it. And so I thought, well, maybe I can help somebody out, you know, either, either help them make a different choice or if they choose this, you know, get some things in place so that they'll have some success. Right. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, I wrote that book and that, that and a couple of other books too, but so God has always blessed me with a desire to, you know, to create and, and to make the world a better place. And mostly it's about caring for others, helping other people out. And I'm just, I'm just living in a place of grace and, and gratefulness. And yeah. I'm, that's, you know, I'm humbled, mm. you know, oh, that's, totally. there's one other thing I got to show, want to share. Um, so I always, I was, I worked as a social worker. I did mental health with folks. Uh, I worked in the, I worked in the jails. I worked with every population that you can imagine. I've been really fortunate because that was my heart. Yeah. And I, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. No, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It'll come it's back okay. to me. <laughs> It'll come back to me. Um, God has, anyway, God has just been really, really amazing. Um, mm. Amazing in my life. And, and I've been able to, you know, bless more people. And, oh, I remember now. Thank you for waiting. Yeah. That was a brain fart. <laughs> excuse me. Um, so I got to go through a leadership, personal leadership development program. And that was because of my wife, mm. who was just, uh, she's so strong, so solid in, in her love for the Lord. And, and we found this program that was led by, a, you know, put together by a Christian Marine, mm-hmm. <laughs> a Christian Marine, right? Talk about tough love. Yeah. But uh, they taught, you know, it was experiential learning. Um, And so that content is really great. It's like instead of reading a book 20 times to learn something, uh, you can have an experience. And just like that, you can shift. Mm -hmm. You can make a shift. And it was very empowering at the same time as my pastor was teaching me that, you know, get out of victim, right? Yeah. And that was the other major piece of grace was the whole victim thing mm-hmm. because I liked my victim story. I had a good one. Oh, <laughs> like I, was like, don't we all I got a good story. Mm-hmm. You know? And and I didn't like listening to the pastor because he was like, You gotta get you gotta let go of your victim story. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> and so anyway, at the same time as he's preaching that, you know, I'm going through this uh personal development stuff mm-hmm. and it made me realize that, yeah, I had been, a, I had, I had lost sight of Jesus because the deal is when we're with Jesus, we're already victors. We can't be victims right. and victors at the same time. On, it's impossible. Yeah, that's right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and that's one of the things about the podcast that I'm doing now is I'm trying to move people to Jesus, mm-hmm. who is victor yeah. instead of victim, Right. And, so and that's, 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 yeah. That's, and the oh other gosh, thing yeah. that happened was my, my, my concept of, of money mm-hmm. in the past was always like, oh, it's, it's just, it's money's no good. That's, you know, that's not a Christian value having money or whatever. That's, that's <laughs> nothing. And then I realized I, somebody, it was like, I got slapped upside the head and said, if you have finances, you can reach a whole lot more people. Yeah, right, exactly. you can help a whole lot of people mm-hmm. if you have money, and it's it's not about having money; it's about your heart. And if your yep. heart is with the Lord, having money is a wonderful thing because 
you get the help out of a lot of people. Totally. And so this was the yeah. other way that God blessed me. He blessed us. There was there was an amount, and I was like, okay. So I planned for that amount. I literally we, we planned for an amount, uh-huh. and we ended up getting that amount. Okay. Wow. And that Jesus. is that is yeah. some people would say that's miraculous, and I would say yes. Mm-hmm. And in the Bible, you know how God talks about like He gives you what you can handle, right? Yeah. And then it's like we have a bunch of tests and tests and tests to see if we can be promoted to whatever else He has for us next. Mm-hmm. And so I I felt in my heart since he you know he promoted me that maybe you know why am I why am I not shooting for more yeah and so it's it's been on my heart to um to to be in a position to have more and I've planned for more and I'm still waiting on the Lord on that but in the meantime I'm doing everything that I can you know to make that happen but also to just continue to reach out. And, and help as many people as I can. And so it's been, you know, God God has just been very faithful and he's blessed me over and over again. Yeah. I got a diary that <laughs> I, I kept a, a record of these miracles in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. And I told my kids, I share it with my kids. And I said, you know, the, the, the most, the greatest gift you're gonna get from me, is gonna be this diary because mm-hmm. this is, Jesus working, and this is you know, this is our this is my hope, my heart for you, and so um, that's you know, I'm just I'm just very grateful and very blessed, and um, thank you for having me on this podcast. And and worship is a part of every day. I've got we've got some really really good friends. We prayed about it because one of the things about guys is we tend to isolate, mm. and we don't we don't reach out and. Unless you've got like high school buddies that you're living, you know, in the same community with, right. that doesn't happen too often these days, right? Mm-hmm. And so it it can be challenging and kind of daunting. So I prayed about it. I said, Lord, um, I'd really, you know, I could use a couple of really good Christian brothers. Mm. And um, and He answered that prayer. Um, there's a couple just down the street from us, and they are just the most wonderful, wonderful people. And, and Bill is just, he's all about the worship and the music. And so is Maggie. Mm. And so the, what we get to do, we'll, we'll go out and eat. We'll go back to their place and we will just have, we'll have the worship music going all night. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just, we just get to worship all night long. And wow, so come on. what I have learned is that the more music is in your life and the more worship music is in your life, just the better life is. <laughs> the better life yeah, is, and exactly. and I, I listened. I listened to a podcast with this gal who started this huge Christian dance uh, movement. Whoa! And she's got a great program somewhere in Dallas, I think. Okay. And um, she talks about you know the warriors of the Lord, mm-hmm. and I realized that actually music and voice is the beginning of of that. That's we are literally. When we are in tune with Jesus and we are making music, we are warriors. We can mm-hmm. cut through barriers. We can reach people who seem to be unreachable. And that's the power of music and the power of worship. We have an opportunity to shift our whole society right now. A big part of it mm-hmm. is worshiping other gods. They cannot see their toes from the top of their head. Right. They wouldn't know truth if it, it came up in it. You know? Slapped in the face. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boom. And so we've got a, that, and that was the reason for my podcast. I've got family and friends alike who absolutely cannot see the truth, of course. And testimony to share. I, I have, it's more than just walk away, it's walking towards something, and that's Jesus. Yeah. And I was, Boy, when you're not walking with Jesus, you're not feeling joyful. <laughs> you know, it's like you are disconnected. And I was blessed because I, because of that commitment that I had made when I was a kid. God literally chased me down. He chased me down and he honored that commitment. And the passage, it says, you know, he will complete the good work that he first began in you. Mm-hmm. That's a promise. 
Yeah. And he's done that with me. And I'm here to testify that if, if you have made a commitment in the past and you've kind of lost your way, God is going to chase you down. That's <laughs> a good yeah. thing because he brings you back into love and purpose, who you were created to be. And then you can do what you're called to do, which is to reach out to other people around you and help them get through this thing. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, Oof. I've mumbled. No, you're you're good. You. Like you literally went through all the questions, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to just do, I want to hear more about um, just the, the personal encounter. Cause I, as I've been, yeah. as I've been hearing this crazy story with actresses and actors and writing books and music and podcasting, it's like, okay, like, we we love that but like i think a lot of the things that we um we as in you and i we really like want people to have that intimacy with with jesus that, that you've been talking right. about this whole time like and i think a lot of people are like okay like i heard and i hear and i know all this head knowledge but they're like yeah how do we not how do we achieve something but for you steven like how is it that you encountered christ and and this greater level of depth of trust of being able to know him to not just be word knowledge, but actually like relationship building and having right. that like in-depth life with Jesus. And so I'm like, Oh, I know Jesus. Yeah. He's good. He's cool. <laughs> like trying to knock off the box yeah. with the church. Like, cause a lot of people, I, I would hate for someone to listen to this podcast. Be like, I already do that. Like I, ha- I go to church every Sunday. I have Bible study. I'm like, You've, yeah, you've, missed, you've missed the mark if you think that you just can just achieve things uh, by going to programs like blah. no no and, and jesus came to bust up that yeah that, come that on. was that was something that he, he was busting on the religious leaders at the time who were doing just that mm-hmm. they were preaching that you know what you can be with god all you got to do is x y and z mm-hmm. and even the church after that they said, you know what? You can have your sins forgiven. You just got to pay us X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. You know? It's no, 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 no. Right. The reason he was so upset at the temple with the money changers and all of that is because they had flipped everything upside down. Mm-hmm. They twisted the truth, which is the relationship yeah. with doing. Mm-hmm. It's about being. It's not about doing. Yes. Because when you belong to Snaps, God, dude. Yes. you then... That's who you are. Come on. That's who you are. And you know what? You affect everyone around you because he's in you. Mm-hmm. If he's not in you, you know, and this is what I this is what I noticed too. You know what? A lot of people are going to church, just like you said. Yeah. They're going to church, right? They're they're even doing Bible studies and all that. Mm-hmm. But they end up dropping off. They end up not coming. Why? Because it's a social club. There's no there's yeah. it means nothing. It means nothing. At the end of the day, it's about Jesus. And Absolutely. and the thing is this, why wait? Yeah. Why wait? And it, and it is a, it is a choice. But okay? for them it's it like it's, it's more of a, a performance kind of base instead of like actual relationship kind right. of like a base right. uh, a position and posture. Right. But the thing is is I think most of us do struggle with that too. It does, it's not just an automatic given. Like I said, my posture was absolutely right. Mm-hmm. for a number of years and then it wasn't yeah. and and part of the reason it wasn't is because there were things in life that happened you know i went to a seminary that we 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 ate that bible up we spit it out and um and and they made god and jesus relatives which is exactly what you're talking about mm-hmm. it's about just attending and performance and and remember i told you i had the program of you know Self-destruct, low self-esteem, and performance. Those were these, these are things that were in me. And so my life, when I look back at my life, I can see God's hand. So it didn't just happen like boom, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's the way, at least looking back on it now, I can see God doing, you know, making a, making a movement towards me here, me making a movement towards him, and, and then me kind of just, going off and and then him coming after me he talks about you know leaving the 99 and coming after you that's what he did and and then you know i still had some challenges because that 
negative self-worth thing, that is a real bugger to get out. And yeah. that's why it has to be about relationship. And the other thing that God did for me that might sound really strange, but I couldn't hold a job. Think about that. That's performance yeah. for a man holding a job. That's, a, that's the first thing that comes out of a guy's mouth. What do you do? Right? Right. Because life is about performing. Mm-hmm. Unless it's not. And <laughs> it's not. And so God literally took, he took my finances. He took everything from me. Everything. Mm. Everything. And this, you want to you hear something really amazing? Yeah. Everything that I have right now, my home, my clothes, Everything that I have was a gift, a gift. That's it. God, he, he took everything so that I'd be like, that's not it. And right. so in my life, my testimony is that for me, I was so hard-headed and I have these challenge, these programs. God, God had to, had to do that. And he had to, and, and that included my children too, because when I made the choice of divorce um, and then I remarried somebody who I shouldn't have, I made a mistake um, out of my, my pain and so on. Um, you know, I, I hurt my children mm-hmm. and um, I've apologized, but you know, that that's just something, that's something that I did. And, and so the relationships are not what I would want them to be, right? But I'm also trusting the Lord, and I'm con- I'm going to just continue to love on them like like um, Jesus loves me. I'm going to be patient, and and that's the deal. So, but I I did when I say I lost everything, I really did, and um, it's amazing um, because when you lose everything, then what do you have? <laughs> you have God. Yep. You have Jesus. He's right there. And, and at one time, I remember being so so frustrated with God. We'd have wrestling matches. You know, I used to think about the whole thing with, you know, Jacob overnight. And I'm like, I've, I've had more overnights with God because I'm like frustrated with him. You know, it's like, yeah. come on. You know, totally. how much more am I supposed to take? I am, you know, I am just, I, I can't, come on, you know. And, and the deal is, is God loves me enough to wrestle with me. And to show me that he loves me no matter what, you know, no matter what. And, and I know that it is about relationship and I am 100% dependent upon him for everything, everything. And I can say that from my heart. And so I've been blessed. I've been blessed. You'll, you'll hear that testimony from someone who's gone through AA and becomes a Christian, that kind of thing, because every day they've got another challenge. So they have to depend on God. But mine goes way beyond that one. God said, "This this this hard-headed guy. He needs he needs some serious treatment." Mm. And so, and so I got it. And like I said, I had a great uh, had a great victim story, you know. Yeah. So that's the deal. Is how did I get out of that? It's a miracle. Mm. <laughs> it is a miracle because I had to believe in my heart that God absolutely loves me the way I am right now. Yeah. That I am not stinking thinking. I am yeah. not, you know, some of the poor choices. I am loved. I am created in love. And also everybody else is too, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because that's the deal. It's his creation. God loves them. And you know what? I have a heart for people now that I, I had before. And I might have been going through the motions and maybe I, I did care, but not completely. And that's the other thing that I want to say is God's love is different from human love. God's love is different. Yeah. So when people say, you know, John Lennon, all you need is love. No, that's not true. All you need is Jesus because the love that Jesus has is the love that lays down a life for somebody else. That's love. And so that's what we're called to do. We're called to lay our lives down for God and for others. And so, and that's a challenge. Boy, is that a challenge? Think about it. There's a, the passage that I love is that um, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Mm-hmm. That passage is fantastic to think about. Meditate on that. 
And the other thing that was interesting is when I was in my victim stage, I had a bumper sticker, not literally, but in my head. And it said, yeah. people are in my way or they're out to get me. Literally, they're in my way or they're out to get me. That's mm. not really good thinking. That's not Jesus thinking, I'll tell you that. But that was my bumper sticker. And uh, I'm just so grateful that I'm not in that bumper sticker, you know, because yeah. people are loved. And to be able to see them as God sees them and to see myself as God sees me has been, it's been a journey. And I know it's not over. You know, I know I'm still going to struggle. But the thing is, is I also, and I know that I'm dependent on him and I will always turn to him. And like I said before, the wrestling matches, you know, I'll probably have a few more of those. Totally. But that's okay. And you know what? It's, it, I think it's a good thing because relationship is about honesty. Yep. And, and you know, the one thing is that God's going to say is, well, you've been honest with me, you know? And there have been times when I, when, I, when I had some pretty bad jokes and I keep waiting for him to zap me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but his love is so great. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's about your heart is what it is. And it's about the relationship with Jesus. It's about your heart. And... And that's the thing. And so it's absolutely not about doing. And God stripped me of all that. Good. So, that's so you know, amazing. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's a journey. And it's a journey. And it's a journey. So, like, even right now, you know, things can be, you know, it could be a season of amazingness. Mm-hmm. And then you might go through another season because God wants us to grow. And right. so I think God gives us challenges to help us to be more dependent upon him, you know, to get to the point where you are truly 100% dependent upon him. And so I, you know, I think I am, but I, I you know, I'm not because I know I still got ways to grow. Yeah. And, and that's kind of fun too, to be honest, because the more like Jesus we get to be and the more we get to hang out with him, um, life is just good. You, you talk about in one of your podcasts, I really like the one about the pocket. The yes. Jesus. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. And so, and how worship and music can get you into that pocket. And that's what I was telling you about my buddy. So every time we go over there, he's got the music going all the time. And I'm like, you know what? That's a model for me. And so I've integrated music in a, in a much more. And I, I, I did. I'd watch Netflix and things like that, you know. And I'm just, what am I doing? I am wasting my time. I'm supposed to be. You know, I'm supposed to be out helping other people, and I'm just, you know, I'm back to feeling sorry for myself, being the victim again. Yeah. So it's just music is fantastic, and it can absolutely transform you. And God uses music to touch people's lives, and 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 it's just amazing. And 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 the testimony to music too is this: if you ever have any doubts about how powerful music is, when I was a chaplain at uh, the healthcare facility um, down the road. It was amazing. Um, I did services for the folks in the, they call it the memory care unit. And so Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and folks who their memory wasn't that great. And so what happened is they're just, a song would come on, you know, an old worship song and they'd start singing. And you're like, what? What? And so I actually came up with an app that I want, uh, that I wanted to process, but I didn't know who to turn to for it. And so I didn't have the technical knowledge, but the idea is to combine the music, you know, with pictures, family pictures, and, you know, at the same time, and then also to have like, you know, word games uh, Mm -hmm. that could reinforce the memory thing. So to have an app that would include all of that, that you could plug into, you know, just on a little stick and, plug it into the uh, smart TV in the healthcare facility, right? Yeah. And so they get to see their family and, and talking to them and, and, and the music with it. And, and I know that, um, like I said, the music's amazing, but you combine that with pictures and I think it would be very powerful. So sure. if there's anybody yeah. in your podcast or creatives out there who is interested in, you know, working on something like that, you know, there you go. Um, my father had Alzheimer's and I saw, uh, what that was like. And, and that was so hard. He was the kindest man. He was a doctor and he did house calls forever. And my mom was always 
saying, Hey, you gotta raise your rates, buddy. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. it's just it's just a super time, man. Sweet. That's funny because they yes. made me stupid call and uh they didn't think about the implications of the name. But um I like and when I was at at college, um I was blessed to work with the navigators for a while and had a mentor there. It was really wonderful, but I brought some stuff back to dad and I said, Hey dad, you know, Stephen and Paul, they're connected. And Stephen has one of the greatest testimonies in the whole new Testament. In addition, Paul, who was Saul at the time was there, um, you know, agreeing to the, the stoning and he held the cloak or whatever. And he persecuted these folks. Saul's next experience was the road to Damascus. Right. So there's a connection between the two there. And I pointed out, he goes, huh, yeah, that's true. And then at the end, even when he was um, losing more of his memory, he, I remember one time he pointed to me and he smiled and goes, you're, you're the guy with faith. Mm. <laughs> I kind of chuckle out of that. I like that meant so much to me, you know? Yeah. That meant so much to me. That's so good. All right, so, all right Stephen, we're going to have to wrap it up here. I love, right. love, love what we're hearing, but like, I want to, like, we'll definitely need a part two because we have so much to talk about and we just yeah. obviously want to like be super mindful of our listeners and yeah. And also just, um, yeah, we, we definitely need to do another episode because there's so much wisdom in this one that I think is just to be imparted out. Um, okay. but where can people find you? Like where can people, um, like, reach out to you like on either social yeah. media or website or sure. your books, all those kinds of things. There's so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have I, have an of... e- I have an email okay. that, that would be just the best way to get a hold of me for anything. Uh, it's Stephen Erickson, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Okay. Erickson is E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N 61 mm-hmm. yeah. at gmail.com. That's, that's the best way to get a hold of me. And um, for the for the podcast, that's simple. That's just life today with Jesus dot com. Okay. And right now, I've got one up. I'm hoping to, um, uh, I'm going to have a local pastor on with me this next week. Yeah. I'm hoping to, you know, launch um, maybe next week. Well, awesome. So, well, I'll put that. I'll put that in the show notes, and also put a little uh, excerpt on our post when we do social media stuff, so people okay, know where to find cool. you. Well, and then, uh-huh. of course, like you said before, that you want to have me on your podcast. So feel free yeah. to reach out and let's make that yeah. happen. That'd be super fun. Also, Amber nice. will be here as well. She's over Good. in Colorado right now um, working with okay. uh, Worship Mob. So um, wow. yeah, right. I mean, she's recording an, a new album right now. So she's in the creative fun place right now. So that's why she's not on this episode nice. right now. Um, doing okay. worship stuff, which is a super cool. Um, yeah, but Steven, it's been a blast, man. I, I love just yeah. being able to, to, to hear your story, to be able to hear all the different, um, areas that God just like, when he's been pursuing you, chasing you and also like breaking down all these lies and these beliefs that you had in your life. And it's just been, yeah. I know that. I know that one person that's listening to this, they're going to be impacted and they're going to reach out and they'd be like, man, thank you, Steven, for, you know, speaking directly to me. And I just really just want to speak that over you because I really feel like that's going to be something that's going to be really impactful for one person. And even for me as well, like if that's anything like you just spoke directly to another Steven. So that's awesome as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share. Yeah, of course. You know, and, and I love, I love what you're doing. I love the fact mm. that you're all about, you're all about Jesus. And, mm. you know, I can, I can, I, I'm a sensor. I can feel it. You know, mm. I, I felt it the first time I spoke with you. Wow. And, um, so awesome. Hey, I appreciate that so much. And then I'll definitely let Amber know as well. And we are just, yeah, we're here on the same, same team, same fight. So, Yep. Fighting for yep. for the gospel to go out and for love to yeah. be spread and through yeah. art, creativity, and you know something you said to yeah. to me before when we were talking was that you know we're doing the right thing. We're going into the the dark 
the darkest places and this is going to be for next episode because so because we can talk about this and the creative world the art world is like the darkest and we're like shining light yep. into it and we yep. are just super excited to talk about that next yeah. time with you we'll definitely get a uh some kind of time slot uh-huh figure it out um but yeah yeah because we want to hear about that because i think that's really important for people to hear to understand that the creative world is not just like this fluffy place it's like it's literally you're going against like all the hordes of hell it's not yeah and and in my second podcast that's one of the things i take a picture a snapshot of what it's like today Mm -hmm. i take a snapshot of what it was like then you know growing up and how we got here Right. right and in that snapshot the media, the film, the television, it has such an impact and, um, on, on, on everything and, um, and, and how it, how it is used. It's how it was used. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's interesting looking back on it to see how it started, but it's, it's horrific. Right. (laughs) And, and now we got a battle. Now we got a battle. Totally. I feel kind of weird because I, it was like I said, I was kind of in a fog. I mean, if you listen to my first one, it's like I was in a fog for a number of years and I didn't, I was not connected and, and, uh, I missed, I missed some stuff and, and, uh, I get a kind of a slap in the face from God and it's like, well, time to get going and, uh, and this is what you got to do. So, so true. Anyway. Thank you for what you're doing. Oh my gosh. It's good. Yeah. Thank it's you. Good. I appreciate yeah. that. Definitely spread it and continue to do what you're doing. We're going to support you and your podcast. We will give you shout outs and we will, I'm going to go read your book. I'm going to go figure out what movie you're in, TV shows you're in and figure that all out. Cause that will be huh. fun to see you as an extra. Hopefully I don't see you getting killed. See, apparently you die nah. a lot in those well, movies. Well, I, but... I do. I do. I do a couple things. It's the worst movie ever, which makes it a great sci-fi oh, movie. Perfect. It's yes. so fun. Well, check this out. This is the other thing that happened that made it even better because I made it worse. That the L.A. guys, well, the Seattle Union guys, they wanted more money. Oh my god! We want, we want, we want more money, yeah. and so the L.A. guys said, "Nope." They shut the movie down two weeks early. No so, way. When you, oh, my so gosh. So when you see the editing of the movie, it's like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> so, they cut you off on your funding, laughing. like, right I'm before it was supposed to get done. Wow. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and, and like I said, it just made it, it... For me, it makes it a classic. It's, yeah. You can still get it on Amazon. I can send you one. It's, oh, it's I'm, I'll watch it. Don't you worry. Send it over, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, and um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, um, if you would be interested, like within the next um, two to three weeks, I would love to have you on. Um, So, um, well, I'll I'll get a date. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out the details later on. Yeah, yeah. No worries. That'd be super fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's good. I just appreciate your perspective. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. All right. Well, have a great night and uh, blessings and thanks so much. Hey, you're so welcome. And you too, we'll definitely give you the shout outs and we'll get that figured out with me going to your show. But we just, yeah, we just wanted to support you, man, and just start thankful for who you are and what you do and who you stand for. So it's just awesome. Yeah, yeah Jesus all the way. <laughs> exactly.